I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, welcome to CNX Wednesday, the weekly film and pop culture podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. My name is Casey Lyons, <laughs> and you can't cancel the party. I already got all the ingredients for my one-layer dip. Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Greg LeGrow. She smoked pot. You were like a chimney in college. I thought you were going to join a reggae band. <laughs> anyway, there might have been some chromosomal dysfunctions. oh we've got so much to talk about this week Uh uh, especially the notable absence of our friend dan i didn't notice you didn't notice i noticed right away um yeah yeah. Dan off being christmasy i guess still yeah he is having if i understand it correctly a romance with uh his girlfriend emma's father that way Yeah. yeah um so we wish them the best of luck. <laughs> it's gonna go great. Yeah, as yeah, we yeah. do, as we do, all new lovers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, no, he's having a little Christmassy time with uh, with Emma's family, I yeah, think. Yeah. So uh, we're just a couple of dudes flying yeah. solo, doing whatever. Not solo, really. No, There's two, two of us. Of us yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, what do you want to do? Dan's out here. We can do what we want. Uh, yeah, we're <laughs> not uh, we're we're not shackled by his rules, man. Um. I figured we'd probably like just that you dumb dean. <laughs> yeah, I figured we'd probably just talk about movies. Yeah, and, probably, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and the like. Yeah. Uh, first off, I how was your Christmas? Oh, it's uh, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the uh, watch the things, uh, ate the food. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Christmas. Yeah, we had a uh, lights, trees, and ripping of paper. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All the festive things that that brings. Yeah. Uh, we had a uh, a night, we had our Christmas Eve. We finally got to have a Christmas uh, at home because usually yeah. we go to my parents' yeah, place yeah, yeah. and it's a fucking calamity. Right. Um, so we had our, our Christmas at home this year, uh, just us and the kids. So we had our, our Christmas Eve. We had a glass of wine and we usually had like Christmas Eve at my parents' place was usually like a lot of uh, you know people dropping in and and like right. hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that. Oh. So we made like little sausage rolls and uh, little pizza bites and things. Oh. We had little hors d'oeuvres and a little glass of wine. Homemade pizza bites or like McCain? Oh no, they were uh, <laughs> they were like no frills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No fr- and not even their best. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was their third best pizza bites. Um, well, it is Christmas after all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it felt very, uh, very much uh, like Christmas in 1985. Yeah, so yeah. So it was nice. Yeah. 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 
We watched. Uh, we watched. Uh, well, I guess we'll we'll talk about news, and then we'll talk about what we watched. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah news. There was that alien trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas news. Uh, is that Christmassy? Well, it came out on Christmas Day. Oh, all right then. Yeah, so, so there. <laughs> yeah, you win. <laughs> what uh, would you think? Um, all right. Yeah, I thought it looked. I thought it looked pretty badass. Uh, yeah, good. Um, um I, I feel like it was a lot of uh, alien imagery. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, I, re- I remember that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. There's a lot of that. There's been a lot of these movies. I mean, I hope it's good. And I think I liked Prometheus more than most people did. Um, I liked Prometheus. Yeah. I've seen it a couple times. I'll yeah. watch it again. It looks I've, so good and it's just it's easy to watch. Uh, but uh, I realize I realize having seen it uh the last time and then and then it, as it ended I realized I didn't fully understand everything that was happening because right. I was like, "Oh, this movie bores me halfway through <laughs> and I stop watching." <laughs> so uh so yeah. I do have to watch it again and really pay attention. Right, right. I like a lot of it, but yeah, at, well, at some point I'm just like, a lot of this is pretty stupid. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like why, no, like characters doing things that don't make any sense that they would yeah. never do. Um, and it didn't need to be that way. And like, I still don't know why they got Guy Pierce to be the old man. Just get an old man. Re- yeah. <laughs> it's like he, there are old men. <laughs> they're out there. It's not like he he did something that an old man can't do. No, they know? didn't need him to do backflips or no, anything nothing. like that. And I thought, oh, he's gonna like be uh, de-aged or something. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna nope. he's gonna Benjamin Button his way through <laughs> yeah, this uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. alien thing, no, which sir. would just be another dumb plot line in yeah, that movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but I, what I, you know, so it, once once I knew kind of what it was and there was huge problems with it, I was just like, well, whatever, and I could just watch it for a very terrific Michael Fassbender performance. And uh, yeah, a really nice looking movie. It looks really good. So it anyway, does. I I hope it's good. I, I I don't know if I can be scared by the alien anymore. Yeah, I you feel know? like I've seen Alien and Aliens yeah. enough times. Yeah. I don't even think I've seen Alien 3. Oh, really? Or, or all of it, anyway. I've seen the I've beginning seen it of it a times. couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, there's just too many of these. Yeah. And I don't know which one I'm excited about, whether it's this uh, Covenant or Neil Blomkamp's thing. Is that still happening? It seems like it comes, it goes. Oh, I'd, I'd understood whatever. that it was that it was uh, very much uh, yeah, still going. Still, I felt yeah. like it got bumped away from because this is happening. I imagine probably it did know. get bumped for it, but as far as I know, it's still happening. I hope so. Uh, yeah, that, sure. That's more interesting to me just because I guess I like those characters. So that's something more to... Hang yeah. on to, and I mean, I, I, who doesn't want to see Hicks again? You know, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's great. It's great. Like, I'd like to see how they bring everybody back and yeah, how, yeah. like, logistically it, it works. Um, uh, Neil Blomkamp's output lately doesn't have me that excited, no, although no, no. I am the only person in existence that loved Chappie. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe it'll be a Chappie good time. Chappie. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Um... Yeah, what else is news? Uh, well, there's one very prominent oh God, uh, piece of news. I talk about it. Yeah, I. Uh, this just happened. Just happened today. Um, although, I think events leading up to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't I just, say it was a shock. Of no, course, no. I just thought I was like, I, I just I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I felt like, well, of, of course, what we're talking about is uh, uh, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Carrie Fisher has died. Um, 
you'll remember on the 23rd, I think, uh, she yeah. had a massive heart attack on a plane. Yeah. One of the passengers reported that she... Um, that she was like not like breathing for like 10, 10 minutes or yeah, something like that. I don't know if that's a, an exaggeration or whatever, but uh, either way, yeah, yeah, I feel like it didn't look good from there. And then I was just, I, I don't know, I, I, I kind of, I would check in every few hours, just like, uh, yeah, I was at a party, I was at a Christmas like, party, keep looking like anything changed, any news, and I was mm-hmm. hoping I was waiting for the you know, all clear kind of, you know, yeah. And yeah. there was there was like her mom yeah. um, tweeted uh, saying, you know, she's in stable condition. I think she tweeted on like Christmas Day or something saying she's in, in stable condition. Yeah. So things are not I, w- I wouldn't say looking up, but things are fine. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, but yeah, it was to no avail. Yeah. It's just uh, heartbreaking. Yeah, I really uh, I really was kind of choking back the tears a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, my stomach literally just dropped when uh, I was on my way out the door and Athena was like, oh, no, okay. and told me. And I just, yeah, it just killed me, just gutted me. And it's just, a, you know, and it's been a, it's just, it's not just another in a year of, I mean, obviously we've had a no. lot. It's no. It's a really significant one. And then it is piled on top of a lot of uh, painful losses of our, you know, heroes or icons or... Uh, Whatever yeah. you want to call them, from and it, you know, it's our age group in particular. Uh, the, and the, this I, is our big, you know, the, our, the big hits because these people are just of the right age that we you know we're going to start losing our uh, our heroes and icons. But it just yeah. seems like it's. I know everyone says that. And I'm trying to rationalize that, but it does seem like it's just a lot this year. And it's like, crazy, it's and it seems much. like it's really accelerated. Not too, like, he shouldn't be dead at 53. That's fucking fucked up. Prince that's really insane. That's yeah. That's another big uh, uh, news thing yeah, is oh, uh, man. Uh, George Michael and and uh, on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can imagine the uh, last Christmas jokes that were immediately yeah. made on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's this one specifically for me. It just feels like you know because like George Michael dies, and I go, "Oh, that's really too bad." And I listened to Wham when I was a kid. Yeah, like yeah, I totally yeah. did, uh, and listen without prejudice. I re- amazing. I, there's album. there's amazing yeah. things on that album. Um, you know, so I have some like tangential connection yeah. to to George Michael, where I kind of go in my head, I go, "Oh, that's sad." Yeah. Um, but with Carrie Fisher, I mean, when you start to realize that people from Star Wars can die, mm-hmm. and I, I realized that Kenny Baker died earlier this year yeah. too. Um, I mean, but of course, he wasn't a recognizable face from Star Wars kind of thing, like. Yeah. As a kid, I didn't go like I didn't have pictures of Kenny Baker on my wall, or if I did, he was inside of a thing. Um, what thing? Do you think he was <laughs> just anything? I had a lot of pictures on my wall of Kenny Baker inside of things. Uh, it was a series, uh, but uh, uh, but yeah. So like you know, she like you kind of go like, oh, Princess Leia can die. That's yeah. unsettling. Yeah. So I uh, first thing I did uh, today was watch uh, New Hope. Yeah, yeah. Which was interesting to watch having just seen Rogue One. Yeah, that's a yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's a and yeah, she's Princess Leia, which is a huge icon to everyone, I think in, uh, in a lot of age groups. And Carrie Fisher herself is just a pretty awesome lady. Yeah, um, like and, and like battled crazy shit her whole life. Yeah. Um and yet still like throughout her her massive like you know men- mental illness and and like 
rampant drug and alcohol abuse. Mm. Um, her output was still fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Like Great she writer. wasn't terrific writer. Yeah. Yeah, like a, a fantastic writer. Like uh, I read somewhere, somebody said that they will remember her for script punch up as yeah. you know as much as as being Princess Leia kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Like, yeah. and that's not a talent that every actor has. No, no. Um, so you know, like and things like uh, Postcards from the oh, Edge yeah. and uh, um, oh, I can't remember what that other book was, but uh, anyway, yeah, just just a, a massive loss. I, I did see an article on my way here that. Uh, um, she, apparently all of her stuff is filmed for uh, for episode eight. Yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I would be lying if I if I said it didn't cross my mind. Oh, for sure. Um, um but I wonder yeah. how they'll. I wonder how they'll write her out. I don't know. Yeah, which is just a. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> yeah, terrible. yeah. It's it's a really awful thing yeah, to think yeah, about. Like, really I really hope they just kind of go. Princess Leia's story has ended. Yeah, you sure. know, like She's I, I, somewhere else in the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Just, just they well. they don't need to kill her off no, like they no, did. God spoiler no. alert. No, no. Han. Right. Uh, um. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was cool. I like. I really did enjoy with with the with the Force Awakens coming out. She got on the uh, talk show circuit uh, more than the other. Uh, you know, Harrison Ford or Mark Hamill or anything like that. Or, uh, and she was all over the place, and it was just great that she was like you know, kind of out of public eye for quite some time, yeah. Or at least you know in mainstream media. Then to be back on it, and she, when she does come back on it, it wasn't like, hey, it's great to be back, and whatever Star Wars terrific. She was just uh, just being uh, outrageous and brassy, and yeah, <laughs> and being like, <laughs> guess hilarious. what? They told me I was too fat to play <laughs> Princess Leia. They made me lose weight. That's fucked up. <laughs> like that's awesome. That's fucking yeah, awesome no, for anyone uh, to say. Yeah, she. Was I am Princess Leia. I'd be as fat as I want to. <laughs> <laughs> like that fucking rules. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, man, I, I, it's, it's, it's a sad day. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, and yeah, George Michael too is just like just brutal news. Fifty three. Fifty three. Oh, yeah. What a bummer. And um, what a, just I, 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 I grew to really appreciate his music. Uh, you know, I didn't listen to Faith when it came out, but no, I went back to it and was like, yeah, if you want an album packed with fucking hits, yeah, it's amazing. And that, and it's all him. It's he's not just like a, a face who came in and sang these jingles. Like yeah. his arrangements, his he writings. did sing them with his face. Yeah, he but, did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 parts of his face, <laughs> uh, <laughs> mostly yeah. the lower, the yeah. lower third, <laughs> mostly. Uh, yeah, uh, and then yeah, again, listen like, like listen without prejudice. Uh, there's a Time Bandits episode where you and me and Dan talk about how terrific that record is. Yeah, because um, it is, and it was a great bold move. And then he made a, a series of bold moves after that, after he was unceremoniously outed. By the uh, paparazzi, or well, an incident, and then paparazzi blowing it up, and it, it could have gone really poorly. But he just didn't really embraced. Yeah, to the point where he made a, a video, yeah. kind of lampooning his uh, his bathroom shenanigans yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I think uh, something yeah. that a lot of uh, uh, that I've seen, like a lot of gay celebrities, have been saying that, like. You know, he he was never apologetic for his lifestyle. No. Or, and, and I guess there was a point where, like, even when he was in Wham! and stuff like that, I guess he didn't... I don't know if he was, like, out or whatever, or if he was, like... Or, or just, like, if he was just, like, a, a private, you know, sexuality kind of guy. Yeah. But, uh, but saying, like, he was never apologetic for who he was or whatever, and that's... Yeah. Uh, like, I think that's admirable for anyone. Sure. Like, no matter who you are or, wh- or how you live your life. Yeah. And there's a lot of good uh, articles floating around right now about him and about Wham and kind of how Wham's a little bit misunderstood or uh, 
I don't know, misrepresented in people's memories or just people who only think of wake, uh, wake You Up Before You Go-Go and giant T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like some quality writing in there, and he didn't just write uh, bubblegum pop jams there. There were songs with message and meaning, even when he was in Wham. So uh, <coughs> worth looking at his career. And that terrific, I sent you and Dan that video of him, just his rehearsal yeah. of doing uh, uh, Somebody to Love for the Freddie Mercury tribute concert is just dynamite that's been like, that's been like all over the place as a as a, a real example of yeah. like yeah he was a pop guy I mean, yeah, and yeah. he loved being a pop guy i guess or whatever but uh but there was like yeah sing the fucking guy off. could sing holy yeah. fuck and that's just rehearsal it's just in some fucking warehouse it's yeah like, all right i'm gonna murder this thing <laughs> so good so man it's quite a quite a weekend here yeah pretty Whoa. crazy fuck <clears throat> um how about yeah. nicer things I don't know. Uh, speaking of what going from Rogue One into A New Hope. We got that nice uh, message from uh, Ted Masuda from Champion Lover and how yep. she enjoyed Rogue One and how it really does set up the events and the, the weight of uh, circumstance in uh, A New Hope. And it, yeah. uh, absolutely correct. And really great showing you the devastation of the Death Star, how horrible it is. Right. How fucking dangerous Darth Vader is. And uh, yeah, it, fixing the plot hole of like kind of silliness of like just having to accept that there's this little tube. Yeah. In the Death Star. Although, like, which I, I do like that, that uh, that those who haven't seen Rogue One, um, it, it does sort of like go, uh, that plot hole that everybody talks about, that, yeah. you know, the the weakness of the Death Star, why would they do that kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and it builds it into the story in an interesting way. And that's fun. And that's yeah. kind of like, oh, that's really clever. Yeah. But I also read um, an article, uh, somebody saying, like, it's an exhaust port. It's a fucking space station the size of a planet. And the fact that it keeps its exhaust ports that small is a miracle of engineering. <laughs> so, like, you know, it's going to have weaknesses. It's a fucking space station the size of a planet. The fact that it keeps its weaknesses that small is amazing. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, no, I totally get that. I don't think that they needed to justify... Um, that plot hole kind of no, thing that I, everybody I talks have about. I've never been worried about it in my entire life. No. But to, to work that into story, I was like, hey, right on. That's yeah, cool. exactly. Like, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, that that's pretty clever. And yeah. that's like a fun little nod. Yeah, yeah. Um, the more and more I think about Rogue One, like, the farther I get away from it, the more I think. Uh, and especially watching New Hope again today, yeah, yeah. which after the podcast, I will uh, edit and put the episode up and then immediately watch Empire. Right. Um, and then <laughs> Jedi. Right. Uh, but uh, but yeah, watching uh, New Hope today, I was like, <laughs> I saw you see Darth Vader come in yeah. like at the beginning of that and go, yeah, I know what you just did. <laughs> like it's yeah, yeah. like it just it makes you watch it again and just go like, oh, like it, it adds a whole new weight yeah. and it's fucking great. Like yeah. it's not like oh, I don't like this revisionist history of Star Wars, which could really be a thing for me because I'm insufferable when it comes to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like it adds this wonderful new weight yeah, yeah. of uh, uh, of just like oh shit, yeah. I, I no, just saw you uh, fuck everybody up. Yeah, I've been thinking about it all week since we since we saw it, and uh, yeah. you know, can't wait to see it again. The more I think about it, the more. I don't care about the things that didn't quite work in it. And it's like, I don't give a fuck, man. That's a fun movie. Really good. Uh, I feel like it does work, works so well. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I feel like I need to watch it again so that maybe maybe I can uh, not be such a dick about it. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like my, my second watch, I know what to expect. I don't have I don't have this weight on me to watch it. Like, I can just kind of go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, one thing I don't know what how I feel about is uh, <laughs> it's Forrest Whitaker's... Uh, uh, 
lie detector octopus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. You know, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know how that... Look, I understand. Uh, I get an octopus uh, <laughs> predicting the outcome of the NHL playoffs or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. That I'm on board for. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. And I was like, I don't think that lent much to anything. Nothing. It was really pretty unnecessary. Well, and you, he goes like... You know what? If, if, if I was making that movie, you know what I would have gotten? One of them crazy balls that flies in uh, to Leia's... To yeah, get a syringe ball. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... But uh, but no, <laughs> they went with mind reading octopus. But uh, and then they kind of go. I thought that was going to be no, a lot no, more no, of no, a th- not mind reading lie detecting. Sorry, lie lie detecting. Crazy making. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Now you're going to be insane. But or I feel not like really or not at all. <laughs> like maybe we'll maybe we'll be like uh, yes, it's, it's been known to destroy a mind. <laughs> it might not. It probably won't. Yeah, it, you it, might it didn't, be no, you're irritable. Fine. Yeah, yeah. You might be like. Would yeah. a little bit throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Also, it might make your character entirely superfluous. Right, right. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. yeah, that that was a little uh, anyway unnecessary. And I didn't like his gross sausage casing arms either. <laughs> like, cause they're all like intestiny and ugh. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, it's listen. And again, it's one of those things. Like, yeah, I, I don't know if I thought that was a necessary thing to have in the movie, but it's brief. And I don't even there, know if having goes. I don't even know if having Forrest Whitaker was necessary yeah, in the yeah, movie. Maybe not. But uh, but either way, it doesn't matter. I will watch it again and, and probably again like and it again more. And again. I cannot yeah. wait to watch it again. I mean, Jesus, for the amount of times I've seen the prequels, which yeah. I said before, yeah, I don't, e- I barely even recognize them as movies. So. No, no, they don't. They don't even operate like movies. No, yeah. just a random bunch of disappointing bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I was, and then and Jimmy Smith's. <laughs> yeah, I was th- I, I was because a lot of people have been reposting the machete, uh, the machete order for Star Wars, like the order to watch it in, so things aren't spoiled and you can get maximum if you're going to watch all of the movies, right? Yeah. Why is it called machete order? Because you're chopping it up. I guess you're hacking it up because you really watch it out of sequence. Yeah. But that way you don't lose the impact of I'm your father. Right. Which right. is enormous. Which yeah. I, you know, again, that was always a thing I, I've thought since I was since that movie came out, or since the prequels came out. I'm like, when I have kids, there's no fucking way they're seeing the prequels before they see the actual movies because yeah. you're gonna lose. I remember talking about my uh, uh, my one of my wife's friends has a son, and when he was like nine, I was he was talking about Star Wars, and I was like, who's your favorite character? He's like Anakin. And I'm like, oh fuck, this kid does not see Vader as a villain ever. Yeah, that's yeah, shame. yeah. That yeah. that sucks. You lose that kind of thing. But anyway, also that kid. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so there's the machete order, and but it, when it, with the machete order, it leaves Phantom Menace out because all the events, every single thing that happens in Phantom Menace is completely unnecessary. Yeah, none of it carries through. None of it, really. Well, yeah, n- nothing that Darth Maul does becomes anything. Yeah, nothing which that is Qui-Gon so strange comes to anything. Right, he doesn't like nothing at all. No one accomplishes anything that actually carries through into the next part of the story. Yeah. It's all whatever. Like, it's just <laughs> this empty mess with Jake Lloyd at the center. <laughs> <laughs> who, who himself, apparently, now <laughs> is a big empty mess. So, uh, But he's got a sweet goatee. <laughs> he really does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really has a sweet liquor store <laughs> Robin goatee. <laughs> 
Oh, oh my God. Jesus yep. hell. Well, anyway, you know, it's great. It's so good when it's everything, just when everything was at its darkest. The Star Wars, we get some uh, pretty fun, well, no matter what you think of them, you cannot deny that they are not fun. These new movies and so much better than the fucking travesty of the prequels. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> the pre. I put the prequels very much in the same pile with uh, the Ewok movies. Mm-hmm. And that droid cartoon. That yeah, thing yeah, was yeah. That, that thing was a snooze fest. Really bad. <laughs> um, yeah. Didn't have half the theme song as the Ewoks cartoon. I'm trying to think of the Ewoks cartoon we theme song. E, 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 Ewoks. <laughs> no, please continue, forest. though. Ooh, yeah, it's a little jam. I don't remember the droids one. I think it was just like... Droids. <laughs> Beep, boop, boop. <laughs> totally. That's, I'm quite certain that's how it goes. Was it... Uh, was it uh, Anthony Daniels doing the um, the I voice would, and everything? I, would, I would feel like it was. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, God bless him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. Pretty good Star Wars. Not bad. <laughs> if you Thanks. haven't seen Star Wars, check it out. Yeah, check it out. Check out Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there other news? No, just uh, just that I think. Yeah. Oh, you know, I did look up something though. That's sort of newsy. All right. Uh, we'll fill time here because Dan doesn't have anything to say. No, he's been noticeably silent. Quiet, yeah. yeah. Doesn't care about any of this stuff. Um, I we were talking about the uh, monster cinematic universe. Yeah, and like are they involving those terrible movies that you and I watched, Dracula? Yeah, Untold or whatever. Dracula shit. Untold and I Frankenstein. And, yeah, yeah, you Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the sequel. Yeah, yeah, you Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so they do have big plans. Let's start with the mummy, because I, okay. I started looking this up again when I realized that uh, Russell Crowe is in the mummy playing Dr. Jekyll. Oh, that is who he's playing. That is who he's playing. Well, so they're going to roll in with that. You've got so you've got that. You've got Frankenstein. You've got the Wolfman. You've got uh, a creature from the Black Lagoon, the Invisible Man, Bride of Frankenstein and, and Van Helsing jam. All right. <laughs> they were going initially. They were planning on r- using Dracula Untold. Then they were like, "Nah, good." <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah. I I seem to remember that being a thing. Yeah, but I, I I'm glad because it seems so far below the standard of one of these cinematic universes, yeah, 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 yeah. especially one that now Tom Cruise is a part of. Totally, and he's ground zero for it. He's your uh, Iron Man, I guess. Um, so he might pop up. His character is likely to pop up throughout a lot of these. Okay. Um, but if this is this all just seems like a <laughs> He's horrible. He's going to pop up on the side of a plane every yeah. once in a while. <laughs> yeah. It's in his contract. Yeah. So it starts with the mummy, and that's where you get your kind of built out stuff. Then the Invisible Man is apparently a Johnny Depp joint. And, oh, that's uh, a, yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. I want to have to see his damn mugging face. Um, and oh, yeah. that at Javier Bardem is connected to something. I don't know what, but that's about it. But anyway, it's going to start with this. So you get, uh, yeah, Invisible Man, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, the mummy. It's all going to be a big, huge, disappointing mess. I, I really <laughs> I hope it is. see this working. And what is it? Well, it's a really to, stupid you're idea. You're not building to the Avengers of the Justice League. Again, the only thing you can build to is Monster Squad. Uh, which is fun. No, you know what? That's not even fun. Don't fucking do that. Yeah, don't do that. Um, but like, yeah, yeah. It's not like there's some some pre-existing um, monster mash. Maybe the monster mash. Maybe they make a movie out of the monster mash. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, but either way, I, I am excited about it for one thing. I really, really am looking forward to uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon oh, movie. For sure. Yeah, That's yeah. going to be really fucking interesting. And as far as, I mean, uh, uh, there's a lot of great classic horror films, black and white. Uh, but the Creature from the Black Lagoon, I feel like, particularly holds up really well. Yeah. It looks so good. Yeah. Boy, does it look good. What a great movie. Anyway. And yeah, cool-looking so, monster. Super cool, right? Mm-hmm. Just amazing. Yeah, so there's a big whole lot of weirdness going on that I'm like, I, I don't, I cannot see it being successful. But I really want to watch this. I will watch every single fucking, fucking one. storm go down. Yeah. Cannot wait for that. With Tom Cruise at the center yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even if it is... The worst, yeah, which it will be, right? Uh, John Cruise makes m- most things pretty watchable, yeah, yeah. So, and I feel like he's crazy enough to steer it in, in if not the right directions, the best wrong direction, yeah. <laughs> Very well put, I would agree. Um, yeah, uh, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> I cannot even begin to imagine what a Russell Crowe led Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde movie is going to be like. Oh, just awful. I mean, he's... He's Mr. Hyde going to be like, oh, fuck, condescending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just, it, it'll just it just be like uh, doc, uh, Dr. Jekyll is like like boring and yeah, stoic yeah. and can't sing. And uh, <laughs> Mr. Hyde will Beautiful be... Beautiful voice. Even, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll sing like an angel and be slightly less boring. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, yeah, yeah that's going to be pretty dope. Something. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Look yeah. out. Look Great. out. Terrific. So what, uh, what have you been watching? Oh, jeez. Uh, some movie oh, stuff. Geez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I see there? I uh, uh-uh. Well, I, I watched uh, I watched uh, Rudolph. So I, have, you know, I hadn't seen it in years. Oh, I've I watch it every Christmas. I've been to watch it each year, and whenever it was on TV, I, I just kept missing it. Uh, and so Athena and I watched it um, on YouTube, actually. Found sure. It on YouTube. Yeah. So we watched it on uh, Christmas Eve. And we got up on Christmas morning and turned on the television. It was on. So I saw it twice inside 12 hours. Yeah, why but not? you know what? I was fine. Yeah. Cause Fun I'm, enough. Uh, I, yeah, I can really get down with Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> yeah, Yukon. 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 Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> Uh, uh, is fucking wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> that little wiener elf is uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is just great. Yeah. The Island of uh, Misfit Toys is fucking so cool. awesome yeah, as hell. Yeah. I'm really surprised they haven't tried to remake that in some yeah, kind yeah. of a way. I I, I love the little on uh, recurring gag with him too, throwing his pick in the ground and then picking it up and smelling it and licking it. Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta say that's all right. Um, yeah. So, I don't, why haven't they done a live? Why haven't they done a live action? Rudolph yeah. with Kurt Russell as Yukon <laughs> <Uconn> Cornelius. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, it's dumb they haven't done that. Watch yet. the fuck out of that. Or, yeah, it's a, a delightful holiday romp. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I didn't get in as many Christmas movies as I was hoping to this year. Uh, you know, we did our Die Hard and we did our, uh, our Jingle. I got Jingle all the way in again. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think you can complain about anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I did watch half of the uh, Brady Bunch Christmas, uh, very Brady Christmas from like 1988. 
Yeah, I vaguely remember that being a thing. Sure, sure. I didn't finish watching it because I just couldn't. Yeah, why would you? <laughs> I don't know why you would start watching I, it. It's morbid curiosity, really, and it was just kind of like I couldn't. I was just having a night where I couldn't find anything worthwhile to watch, yeah. and I put it on. It was. It's really funny, is because they keep on setting things up like there's going to be conflict, and then solve them immediately. <laughs> it's like we will have no problems. <laughs> I want you to understand. Because the whole thing, the whole thing starts up with this big like, oh my god, uh, the dad has booked a, a vacation for the mom to Japan, but she's booked one to Australia. What's going to happen? Who's and they both tell Alice. She's like, oh no, and then they just run into each other at the travel agency, and they're like, oh, well, let's do this one. And they're like, great. <laughs> oh, problem, problem solved. Problem solved. All right, let's get everyone home. But, Where uh, did they go? Australia or Japan? Uh, I didn't finish. I don't really remember. Uh, but I just remember that they had someone else playing Cindy in it. Yeah. Um, don't you know Cindy's like a big uh, racist and stuff? What? Yeah. She just got the fired. The character? From, no. The, the, yeah. They, they, <laughs> they wrote that in the later they movies. Didn't, they didn't tell you that was all her. this up. We don't have any conflict. We need conflict. Cindy <laughs> is a racist. A fucking racist. <laughs> that was her. They didn't mention it, it in the show at all. That was just the the actress's subtext the whole time. <laughs> the little girl was like, I want to really flesh this character out. Yeah. She's a huge racist. The youngest but doesn't tell one, any. Uh, bigot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got fired from her radio uh, She had a radio show, apparently. She got fired from it from going on this like pretty insane and very foul-mouthed rant of racism and uh, homophobia. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think... It's hard to have one with. It's like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> you can have one without the other, but yeah, yeah. the two are rarely found apart. Uh-huh. Yeah. So take that, Brady Bunch. Yeah, yeah. Cindy's a piece of shit. What did you watch? <laughs> uh, what did I watch? Yeah. I watched. Well, I did. Uh, I did see uh, Rudolph. Yeah. I also watched for the first time since I was a kid. I think. Um, we watched, I think I, I might have mentioned this last week. Um, what's it called? It's Is it called Santa Claus is Coming to Town? It's another uh, Rankin and Bass. Yeah. It's oh, the one uh, where... It's like the later one, right? Y- yeah. It's yeah. Uh, Fred Astaire plays a mailman, and he's going through the letters to Santa, and he tells the the history of Santa, and Santa's voiced by Mickey Rooney. Oh, right. Um well, wow, I haven't seen that since I was very small. Hadn't seen it since I was a kid. It was on yeah. YouTube as well, so oh, uh, so we watched it. Yeah, and had a, a very important realization. There's a because it's all stop motion and it, yeah. it very much looks like a Rankin and Bash thing. Yeah, but uh, Santa has a love interest in it, and she becomes Mrs. Claus. And I had a huge crush on that puppet when I was a kid. <laughs> this is. I feel like the second time you confessed a crush on a puppet on this show. <laughs> well, yeah, because there's the the dark crystal. The dark crystal. Uh, yeah, just had a massive crush on that puppet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's the puppet. Why does Santa have a love interest? Is Mrs. Claus is she dead? What's uh, no, no? It's the story of how Santa comes oh, to become Santa. I see. Um, right. and so, uh, he's so not, like putting his life back together after after. <laughs> Mrs. Claus gets in a horrible accident. Yeah, no. <laughs> he has to stop drinking. And yeah, no, no. Yeah. She she eventually becomes Mrs. I Claus. I see, I see. And uh, she's just one of the, the citizens from the town. She's and, attractive. Oh, I just, she's <laughs> very, very, very sexy puppet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it, uh, so, okay, here's the thing with Rudolph I did notice, too, is like Santa's kind of like a dick in it. You yeah. That? that he's like he's, a dick. Um, 
Is he a dick in this one too? Because no, one no, elves, he's very he's benevolent. Very charming. This I, one, they always are at the beginning. Yeah. In um, in <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Rudolph one, all the elves do that like huge musical number for him. Yeah. And like he's like, first he doesn't want to listen to it. He's like, bye. Yeah, he's and they really do this like huge, like all these parts and like dance moves and craziness, and it's a whole song, and it finishes, and he's like. Uh, well, it needs work. <laughs> and then he, he's like, I gotta go. <laughs> and just and the door slams so fast, he couldn't wait to get out of there. Yeah. And also, the first uh, the door slamming does sound mild like a gunshot. So it, it does seem like he steps off camera and just blows his brains out. <laughs> oh, this song is so horrible. Uh, and the song's not even for other people. It's only for him. And he's like, they, wow, and they, they're, it's work. not like they're rehearsing it or anything. They're no. just like, hey, Santa, look at this we song this we song. have for you. <laughs> and he's like, eh, <laughs> uh, you shitty singing reindeer. Nice so, try, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and even and he's even when he sees you know Rudolph and everything, he's supposed to be Santa and he's supposed to be sweet and forgiving yeah, yeah. of everything and everything. And he sees Rudolph and he's like, "Oh my God, your kid's a fucking <laughs> mongoloid! Yeah. Get him out of here! Yeah, before like, I kill myself, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it." <laughs> yeah, it's real, uh, yeah. real unsettling. Yeah, yeah, but he's nice and. Uh, mm. He's Greg, younger. he couldn't be sweeter. Uh, great, I'd marry him myself. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but so I watched that, and that's uh, that's. It was a lot of fun. I don't know if it's any good. I don't know if those mm. Rankin Bass things are good, but uh, but I love them. I think they're good. Yeah, I don't know. I watched one uh, twice in twelve hours and was just yeah. I'm like yeah, this is, it moves. Yeah, it's all right. Um, I watched uh, New Year or Christmas Eve. We watched uh, two things. We watched. Um, the uh, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, great! The, the original one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan uh, informs me there's one from like the 90s. Or yeah, something, I saw but that. I uh, I don't know. I I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like Peanuts from the 90s is not something that I'm that I'm into. No. Uh, no. But yeah, it's it's so much better than I remember it being. Like it's yeah. no, legitimately it's... hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Like it's really funny. Yeah. Um, having these kids talk like they're like they really do talk like they're just. Adults with problems. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, uh, <laughs> the most depressed children <laughs> is a really funny concept. <laughs> uh, most of the uh, the peanut specials from that era are are quite excellent. Yeah, and like uh, more than a little touching. Yeah, you know, really good. Now, now this this of course has the obligatory very Christian message. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. of like uh, because Charlie Brown's major problem is that he's just. Is that it's Christmas time, and he feels nothing, <laughs> <laughs> and it's due to the commercialization of Christmas, and yeah. he's saved by uh, by his faith in this little tree that's like all ratty and shitty, right, and everybody yeah, yeah. hates it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he's trying to rationalize th- its existence, and then somebody comes and does, uh, you know, like a Bible verse or two, and then everyone's like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. right, right." Jesus, Jesus is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but but because I grew up in a sort of general Christianity, yeah. not like a very specific or um, militant Christianity, I can find that quite charming. Like we sure. went to, to church this Christmas uh, Eve because it's a a tradition. It was a tradition uh, when I was a kid, right. and it's uh, it's it's a tradition for uh, for Myos. So. Um, 
and, and there's something nice about it. Like I, I, I don't really agree with everything that's said and everything. No, no, no. But I'm like I think that uh, religion is a nice thing for some people to yeah. have. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, um, I didn't grow up with any kind of religion, so when like the Jesus stuff rolls into a cartoon, it might as well be some other kind of magic or made up shit like Santa. I'm like, oh sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's whatever. exactly what it is. It's like, oh, this is a nice thing. It's uh, like Santa. It's a nice thing yeah, for people yeah, to it's think. A nice notion of whatever. The fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for Santa, I guess Santa doesn't start wars <laughs> or anything <laughs> Not uh, yet. that I know of. I'm waiting but, for the, the Santa wars. I mean, he is quite a dick in that uh, <laughs> yeah, Rudolph, yeah. so <laughs> who even up for something. He's on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> What's he using that gun for? <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, so we watched that, and then we watched the uh, the Bill Murray, oh, very, very Murray yeah, Christmas Yeah, how is thing. that on a second run? Just unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, it's a little like, underwhelming. There's things in it I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. But I I had no desire to like throw it on again this year. No, if you wanna if you wanna hear Maya Rudolph, yes, just I want to hear that murder. Uh, um, that uh, Darlene Love yeah, Christmas. Uh, uh, Christmas song, uh, then go ahead. Yeah. But otherwise, there's a lot of stuff in it that's just like, okay, we're really coasting on uh, on Bill Murray. Like this is all predicated upon Bill Murray's charm. Yeah. And. That does not need to be an hour long. No, no. Um, and, and also, he's he's not much of a singer, so no. it's it's all supposed to be about, you know, I could just watch Bill Murray do anything. Yeah. Eh, not really. No, no, no. I love Bill Murray, but I'm watching Star Wars all fucking day. Uh, <laughs> Bill Murray's in Star Wars. Sing Star Wars. Oh, lounge yeah, the lounge singer yeah, thing, yeah. sure. But uh, but uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it's it's really unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Weird that it's directed by Sofia Coppola. Yeah, bizarre. Whatever. That Maya Rudolph jam, though, pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I watched. I, I did watch another thing, but I kind of want to dovetail it into my. Uh, all right, I can talk about something else. Uh, all right, we got. Uh, no, I watched. Uh, I got off Christmas a bit too. And I'm like, I need to watch other things. And I watched. Um, uh, what's it called? Night Train to Terror. Which I'd never seen before. 1985. Yeah, and I think I only know it as a screenshot or something that yeah. you posted on yeah. our thread. And I was Sweet like, yeah, I remember that. I'm, like, I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I was like, I'll check with Gorman to see if he's seen it. It seems like something he would have seen at some point. Certainly. But he hadn't. Uh, he saw part of it. So I threw that on, Night Train to Terror. Uh, and it's an anthology movie. Um,. Starts off super weird with this. There's a like an '80s band with a whole bunch of dancers in aerobics clothing in a train, doing a song. That's awesome. And I was just like, "What's fucking going on?" Yeah, <laughs> just the '80s. Yeah, yeah. The '80s is happening in this train. It's the and '80s train. You go from their car to the to this other car, and God and the devil are on the train wagering for souls. Awesome. Yeah. Is and the so, devil the devil, or is it just like a dude in a, a red dude. suit he's or whatever? Like, there is smarmy. <laughs> and God's got a huge beard. Sure. And he's like, I'm not smarmy. Yeah. <laughs> but I am like yeah. this. Uh, and so each anthology story that's told in the wraparound is them like wagering for a person's soul cent- centered in the story. Right. So <laughs> the first story um, is actually just a chopped up whole other movie. That I guess didn't quite get released or anything like that, so they right. cut it down to you know, fifteen minutes or something like that, and threw it in here. So it's really disjointed, <laughs> um, and it's about this guy 
goes to a frat house and sees a porno. Nice. <laughs> and falls in love with the porno actress. <laughs> so he goes to California to find her, and he gets into a relationship with her, but unfortunately, she's in a murder cult. Oh. Yeah. So there's all kinds of weird uh, there are I, death games that they play. Uh, I'm not cool with that having been chopped down to 15 <laughs> minutes. I really want to see that whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Pretty uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, uh, there's a weird scene in it I, I just did not understand at all where part one of their murder games they play is they have a claymation gigantic insect that they let out of a jar and everyone sits around going, and it lands on them and they're like, and then it just flies out the window and just kills someone on the street and they're like, success. Oh, so like they let it out and it's it's like sort of like Somebody's Russian roulette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All their things are sort of Russian roulette where one of them dies all the fucking time. Like we're going to drop this giant thing on somebody's head or whatever. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and it just ends and it, so it doesn't really end. And then there's another one and it's another movie that's been chopped down into 15 minutes. Right. And this movie is about a guy who is taken in by like a scientist or something like that. Okay, so what they're doing is they, they send this guy out. He seduces loose women and brings them back to this mental institution where uh where richard mall uh yeah <laughs> um there's some like rapey stuff that goes down in this one yeah really like soured the mood of this uh, that that bums me out and i, lo- I love bull uh, uh, yeah. so and he is, i don't want to see him raping uh, yeah he's doing his damnedest to make this thing work so i'll give him credit for that um and, it, and the, so the whole thing he's is weird. raping it's like, as charmingly it's only as one he can. scene, but I'm just like I don't need it in any movie. Yeah, just like I get it, just fucking lay off it. But it's 1985. What are you gonna do? There's boobs all over this movie. Yeah. Um and uh, so yeah, he the one guy sent out to bring women back so they can chop them up. And what it is is they're they're like their evil plan is to just hack all these people up and then sell their body parts to colleges that are like med- <laughs> so they can use them as cadavers. And so I'm like, why? Yeah. What's going Why? Well, and wouldn't the, the, that's all the fingerprints and stuff. Eventually they'll figure it out and where it came from. This is a terribly faulty plan. Yeah, and is this, like, are they selling it to no questions asked yeah. college? <laughs> well. Don't care where you got it, the price is right. <laughs> we really yeah. need a bag of arms. <laughs> I don't think this is on the level, but all I have is $25. Yeah, we, are, we were looking for arms that are very sloppily cut off, too. <laughs> yeah. And it looked like somebody was running. And why cho- chopped up? Like, as far as I understand now, I didn't go to, me- to medical school. <laughs> nope. But I'm pretty sure they use a whole body. Most of the time, yeah, yeah. I've never seen, well, my only real experience of going to medical school is in the movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm pretty, <laughs> flatliners is really my, uh, my but even baseline. That, they didn't do anything. There was just a leg on a table. Yeah, no, no. They had both dead bodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, here, try to get the rest back. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like, it's it's not like it's like. Well, these students, these are the leg doctors, so just give them the legs. Because the rest of the body's going to get in the way. I'm a a leg doctor. (laughs) (laughs) I just do legs. Only left legs. But in uh, medical school, we only had the legs, so the rest of your body is really distracting me (laughs) right now. Can you take those off? (laughs) Yeah, just leave them here. Come back and pick them up. Yeah. 
I'll have them all so, shined up and, and ready. So this one also ends kind of like, what? And he, where it comes back and the devil's like, oh, and so do I get the soul? And God's like, no, nah, they turned out great. <laughs> they got away. <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Oh, wait, they're wagering for the souls of the people in the yeah, movie? Yeah, somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how the central person they're looking at. And then, uh, yeah, then there was another one. And that's, and, that's I, I will say, for an anthology movie where the wraparound is often pretty thin and stupid yeah that's thin no, and stupid in a great way it is and it's a shame that this uh, everything about it is so horrible yeah it is a good idea for an anthology thing and then the third one just had i barely remember there was some nazis and stuff and it also didn't end right and i was like who i don't even know which one who this is about yeah <laughs> and then what's really going down is the train is going to crash so they've just been killing time waiting to for the train to crash so this 80s band can die Oh, so that they can divide up the souls of the '80s yeah, band yeah, yeah. and the aerobicizers. Yeah, and then and at one point they're talking like they're talking about musicians, and the devil's like, "Why do you want them anyway? They they don't they don't even like you." And he's like, "Yes, but he's like they don't even pray to you." And he's like, "Yes, but their songs are like prayers. They can make you happy and sad at the same time." And he's like, "Yes, but I smile all the time, and that smiling is the best. Crying is stupid." And God's <laughs> like, "Yes, but sometimes I smile and cry." <laughs> <laughs> because their poetry moves me so much and then it cuts to the band and it's like their song is like uh, mommy's going to the store <laughs> Debbie's getting her hair done everybody's got something to do except you uh, literally the song um, well it did like, make me <laughs> smile and cry a little bit at the same time yeah and then, then the, the train does crash and they all die and I don't really understand what happened to them but the, you do see an uh, animated train not quite as good as the Soul Train animated train. Uh, <laughs> um, just drive off into space. <laughs> and that's the end. And I was quite satisfied. So I don't know. So the train crashed, up. and yeah. then the soul of the train? is that <laughs> yeah, The animated train was train. like, yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, up into space. So who knows about the band, but the train went to heaven. <laughs> the train was a great guy. The train was really nice and went to heaven. <laughs> This train made me laugh and cry at the same time. You're coming with me, train. <laughs> You're a god train now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's uh, there's some dark things that go on, but it's just like a, you know what you can't avoid in an '80s uh, uh, rated R slashery movie. But there's enough crazy town happening in this fucking thing that I would say if you are a, a fan of trashy 80s horror yeah. uh, definitely watch it. I feel like anything with a murder cult is yeah, gonna is gonna uh, be good man, for something. I laughed my fucking ass off a number of times during this thing. Yeah. Was the porno th- movie produced by the murder cult yeah. as a way to draw people no. in? No. <laughs> Just got lucky. Oh. This is where the, some guy was like, oh my god, was this a porno? Who is she? <laughs> Must meet her. Must yeah. be a nice lady. I like that too. That's that's always been something in like the seventies and eighties in movies where a guy can see a woman on the street or in a movie or something like yeah. that, and then it's just a foregone conclusion that all he has to do is go and meet her and go, "You're my woman now." <laughs> yeah, and it's just and that is just an yeah. eventuality because yeah. because it's just like, oh well, you know, women can't resist when men just go and take them to mm-hmm. be theirs. Mm-hmm. Which I guess maybe that was true in the eighties. I don't I know. So. Yeah, pretty. Uh, pretty I didn't date that much though. in the eighties. I laughed my ass off uh, quite a bit during that movie. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, real nice. Yeah. Anything else? Um. Yeah. Well, you know, I watched a big b- blockbuster film 
Uh, but Dan saw it too, so I'll wait until he's back and talk about it next week. Watch that. Uh, and it's not honestly, it's not really interesting for me to talk alone. I'll see what he thinks about it. But I watched uh, Deepwater Horizon. Oh yeah, yeah. I see. I saw. I was going to watch that, yeah. but but and and I kept hearing how great it was and everything. But then something inside of me just kept going. You don't want to watch I this movie. Watch. Yeah, yeah. I well, yeah. I, I kind of. It has Kurt Russell in it, and I could barely bring myself to turn it on. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I'll have watched it by then. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I'll yeah. tell you what. Probably, Probably not. I don't expect you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably will not. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. So I guess uh, all of that being said, uh, I think we're pretty much done here. We might as well uh, slide right into film roulette. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Slide right in. <laughs> Ew. Ew, my segues are grosser than Dan's. Film, let us make a podcast <laughs> they pick out to do things, and, and I'm part of the film. And then I see the movie, you see the movie. Was my movie good? Your movie was bad. <laughs> uh, so this week, I was not prepared for this one. I had the first one down, and I was like, yeah, It's yeah. not that difficult to be Dan, I could be Dan. And then this one caught me by surprise. Yeah. Um, um, for those who don't know, we play film roulette. Movies, just <laughs> just e- email Dice. email Dan and ask him. <laughs> yeah, we Very roll dice to decide who sees what. Good, yeah, bad. We got a good movie. We got a bad movie. Two people see the good movie. One person see the bad movie. Yeah, yeah. This bad. week, then the we loser gets to make the people listen to a record. That's right, a bad record or, or a, good one. a good run. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, that was a lot of stress on me, and it. Uh, Oh, I'm all right. Very good. Yeah. I'm Top right. 10. Yeah. Uh, so this week, uh, we do have a, a winner and a loser. Yeah. I, uh, it was a uh, uh, free week. What do we call winner's that? Choice. Winner's <laughs> choice. Jesus Christ. This thing's going off the fucking rails. I don't remember anything that we call anything. So it was winner's choice this week. I got to see whatever I want. So I saw sort of two movies to sort of uh, bounce off each other. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And uh, and of course, Greg, you had to see the losing movie, yeah. which was my Santa. Oh my! Oh yeah, my Santa, which stars one of the absolute lesser um, 
OC characters. OC characters. Yeah. Uh, her name was Anna. Yeah. And uh, Joey Lawrence's little brother. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. And Jerry from Parks and Rec. Uh, oh, Jim O'Hare. Yeah. Oh, I like him. I, I he's he's a genuinely funny person. Absolutely. Um all right. So yeah. well we'll we'll talk about that. Because he's my Santa. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> Yes. So uh so what I did, so I could see whatever I wanted to. Uh so we had a night where uh, we had uh what you call a Barack Obama night. Okay. Yeah. So there was a uh a made for Netflix movie Barry. called Barry. Yeah. Uh, that just came on, right? And uh, I've heard great things about it. I was right. like, I really want to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, but before that, before news of that came out, there was a movie earlier this year called Southside with You, which uh, was the retelling of the first date of uh, Barack and Michelle Obama. Oh, um, they uh, they work together at the same law firm, and right. they uh, and and it's basically just all about them mm-hmm. kind of get, getting together and. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and it's sort of like you find out a, a little b- uh, uh, about each of them through their uh, through their date through the interaction. Right. Weird. Uh, really weird. Yeah. What a weird idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, but okay. So here yeah. we go. So first we watched Barry, and that movie is fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it is the most basic boring like heavy-handed everything is about because like basically it's it's mostly about it's him um in college and and before he even knows he wants to go into politics or whatever um and he's grappling with all sorts of things uh including his uh you know he he doesn't really know his dad Uh, his dad's in kenya and he's uh you know like he he his dad never really had much of an interest in him and, mm-hmm. and he's kind of dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's dealing with the fact that he's a black man with uh, a white uh, mom. And so uh, he feels like he doesn't really fit in anywhere kind of yeah. thing. So he's constantly grappling with, uh, with racism and with race and with, uh, with where he fits in in society kind of thing. Right. And it's all just, it could not be more heavy handed. Right. Like it's, it's uh and just really um convenient like he'll he'll be uh, he has a, a white girlfriend and he's uh he's with her kind of thing and then when when the movie becomes about uh you know him being seen with a white girlfriend and how um you know black society sees a, a black man with a white woman yeah. uh suddenly all of the black women around him are very uh you know like they're very pointedly like judging him and right. and uh it, it's it's so hard it was so hard to watch it's the most amateurish biopic i've maybe ever seen yeah it's a real bummer yeah um and the guy playing the guy playing barack is he doesn't really look that much like barack but mm. that's fine yeah, you know yeah, yeah. uh play the part yeah but he's really not so much as he's uh, he's basically just uh, acting and saying uh, saying all of his lines, and then uh, he'll do one of those every once in a while yeah. because uh, that's, uh, that's what Barack Obama does. Right? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, no, <laughs> no. And uh, Ashley Judd is in it for some reason, playing his mom. 
yeah, so that movie is uh, garbage. Yeah, don't need great. to watch that. Then we watched Southside with you, which I was like, ugh, I don't want to watch another movie that <laughs> I don't want to, by the end of this night, hate Barack Obama <laughs> um, for making me watch terrible <laughs> movies. But uh, but Miles was like, oh, I really want to see it because uh, she loves Michelle Obama. Right. Of course, everybody loves Fucking Michelle a. Obama. Um, but, uh, but she's like, oh, I want to see, you know, because it's like, it's like a romance movie it's like a sweet romance mm. movie with barack and michelle obama which is so weird on its face mm. uh but i saw the trailer yeah. when the trailer first came out and i was like this actually looks really good really and we watched it and it is really really sweet no shit it's it's exactly what it needs to be it knows exactly what it wants to be and it is exactly that yeah um it, it is in no means by no means a hard-hitting look at uh at Barack and Michelle Obama, it's it glorifies them in a lot of ways, but also in a lot of ways, they're sort of glorious people, you know? Yeah, um, totally. So it, it basically just follows them, uh, you know, on, on their first date, and he's driving in a shitty car and with a hole in the, in the, uh, the what do you call that there, floor, <laughs> the bottom part. Um <laughs> And he smokes all the time. Yeah. That was the most infuriating thing about both movies is right. that he smokes all the time. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, I used to be allowed to smoke all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, and it's basically just this guy with faults, you know, like, um, but like who is just insanely charming. And the guy, but the guy playing him doesn't look that much like him or anything. Right. And he's not trying to do... Um, a Barack Obama impression. Right. He just knows the ways in which Barack Obama is a very charming and uh, yeah. an interesting person, right. and he incorporates them into his character. So his his character is wonderful. Like this guy fucking totally nails it without doing Barack Obama yeah, that yeah. much. That's what what made Cuba Gooding Jr.'s turn as OJ so successful. Exactly. Yeah. Um. It, it was pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Um, so, and, uh, and the woman playing, um, uh, playing Michelle, uh, same thing. Yeah. Uh, but I, I feel like there's a lot more, uh, kind of like leeway with Michelle because there's not like with Barack, there are mannerisms and, uh, this thing, you know, yeah. uh, but with Michelle, she's just pretty straight up. Yeah. Um, so, but the woman like fully plays like the actress plays her, plays the drive and and blatantly says like uh you, you know like i'm i'm a woman in a man's world like in a male uh, dominated uh, professional field mm-hmm. and add on to the fact that the fact that i'm black mm-hmm. you know like i have to work so hard just to kind of get to this place and then i'm knocked back another peg because i'm black kind of thing yeah. like and, and and then she just plays that so beautifully but plays the humanity of it like it's it's a very small and simple movie. Yeah. It's about two people on a date. Right. And um, there's this analogy. They they uh, go to see a, a, an art. I can't remember the artist's name, but he, he paints black culture um, in a very sort of like uh, uh, exaggerated but really beautiful way. Right. Um, and uh, and they talk about the, the correlation between the paintings and the show Good Times. Yeah. Um, uh, that's the one with J.J. Walker, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and that story is such a wonderful, wonderful fucking way to set up the tone for the rest of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it's oh my god, it's it's 
so sweet. It's you know what it is. It almost feels like um, a sweeter version of the before midnight or before uh, before a sunrise or before sunset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just two people walking and talking and and you know like interacting with each other. And and they go and see. Uh, you know, I, I don't even want to say anything else about it. You should see this movie. It's yeah, really sweet. Fucking right on. Yeah, I, yeah, I would never uh, watch it on my own. Just like it's a at weird it. thing to watch. <laughs> but like, yeah. Uh, and it's a weird conceptually. It's like, why would you make this movie? But then you watch it, and you're like, oh my god, that's exactly why you made this movie. That's why you should have made this movie, and you fucking nailed it. Yeah, 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 man. I I just I really loved it as a sweet. Again, it's not hard hitting, but it doesn't want to be. It just wants to show you um, this is these are the lives of two successful black people and how difficult it is to be a black person and be uh, and just be a success Mm -hmm. in a world that doesn't want you to be. Yeah. Uh, And to succeed. Uh, you know, despite that fact, is is nothing short of heroic. Yeah, yeah, man, it's it's, it's just such a sweet movie. Awesome. Yeah, man. Oh, great. So, yeah, what did you see? My sweet movie. Yeah, yeah, my Santa. <clears throat> um. Oh, my Santa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, I'll uh, pull up the IMDb synopsis for you, so you have an idea how to follow the complex plot. I will uh, detail for you. Sounds to me like somebody has a Santa, but I'll, I'll wait to hear. <laughs> All right. So, uh, this is a 2013 jam. Um, single mom Jen Robbins, who is a writer of human interest stories for the newspaper in the small town where she lives, has lived all her life, lost the Christmas spirit ever since her ex-husband Paul walked out on her six years ago on Christmas Eve. Where, oh, my. This is long. <laughs> And I want you to read every word of that. When their son, Eric, was only one year old. This must be a really involved Jen, however, wants to make a happy life for Eric, who still believes in Santa Claus and the magic and spirit of Christmas. Wow, this just keeps going. This is so very long. This is unbelievably long. Anyway, that's the story. Sure. She doesn't have any Christmas spirit no more. Yeah, but her kid does, and she wants to be nice. Right, right. And it starts off, um, they live in this, like, it's. it looks so cheap. It's just one of these cheap as... Do we know? I mean, it's straight to video, obviously. Ooh, was it, yeah. Is it like made for a specific? It, well, it looks like a Lifetime channel yeah. or something. You know, it looks really bad. Like just so amateur. And uh, but I, they must have filmed it at the producer's house or whatever, because the fucking house they have is her place. Single mom is this fucking gorgeous home. It yeah. is enormous. And she writes human interest stories, human interest for, stories the for the paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and, and, you know, it's breakfast time in their kitchen for the first scene. And the kid's looking at his cereal box. He's like, yeah, I want Max Marvel or whatever the fuck this guy's name is doll for Christmas. And she's like, well, we'll take the budget and see if it's in there. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have the biggest balance. house in the whole yeah, wide yeah, world. Yeah, I can afford a $15 toy. Yeah. So Listen, uh, I uh, <laughs> I bought this house, so I can't afford to buy you things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah we're house rich. We're cash poor. Don't you yeah. understand, you idiot? <laughs> anyway, Merry Christmas. Um so uh, the kid wants that, and she's all like, bah humbug, and thinks Christmas is stupid. And um, and she goes to work, and the new guy comes to work, and he's handsome, and she's like, oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. And while that's going on, then you've got uh, uh, you've got Joey Lawrence's little brother, whatever his name is. 
I'm not looking at the IMDb anymore. I'm done. No. <laughs> Him and Jerry from Parks and Rec are, uh, they they go uh, uh, in the, the mall to mall doing a Santa thing. and Matthew uh, Lawrence. Matthew Lawrence. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> good job. Nice. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm proud of myself yeah, that yeah, I know yeah, that. Really good. Um, and, uh, but, you know, is you, would, you would think that Jerry's the Santa. Uh, but no. Matthew Lawrence is the Santa jam. And Jerry's the elf. Um and the mall owners the like, real switcheroo yeah, yeah the mall owners like hey man there's no way we don't have the budget it's been a slow year we can't afford some Santa they're gonna pay you to do this and he's like no 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 you take like half the profits so like it works out great and he's like I don't think so and then it's like Matthew Lawrence does like a Jedi mind trick on him and it's just like it's gonna work out awesome for you and us and he's like I don't know what it is but I think you're great and he he's got he's, he's Santa magic. What profit? <laughs> For people pay money to get their picture taken. Oh, oh, okay. Santa. Yeah, 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 all right. I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, how could the mall lose? I, like the if that's it, where the money's come from, <laughs> it's just money coming in. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. They're like you don't pay us anything. We just hang out in your mall to do it. And we give you half the money. Right. And he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> what money? Uh, and but yeah, he's got like uh yeah, like Jedi mind powers, right? right. You know, uh, and uh, <laughs> so he's got Santa magic. Turns out he's the son of Santa, and he's gearing up to take over the job. Oh, it's he's his Santa. <laughs> I think or so. is he someone else's I, he Santa? He might be uh, uh, Anna's Santa. Right. Yeah, yeah, or at least her son's. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so he's going to set up there and do his thing. He's got to find a Mrs. Claus, though. Otherwise, the whole deal is off, and his dad has to work for another year. Wow. And he's, like, really been putting this thing off. He's all lazy bones about it. Just can't find the right lady. It's not working out. Right. So, obviously, <laughs> uh, another hour ensues. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, super boring. Um, but he keeps on turning on Santa magic, which is, like, uh, the most interesting part of this movie. Because it's not unlike... James Earl Jones and Conan the Barbarian when he uh, <laughs> seduces people with his mind. Yeah, it's weird like that. Like he does it to her, where she like comes to buy a Christmas tree at the Christmas tree lot he works at as well, and uh, he like he's always saying like creepy stuff. Like he knows where she lives and all kinds of you know <laughs> like because he's Santa I guess, but also it just it comes off weird. And then uh, he does the thing to her uh, where he's like, "Yeah, why don't we hang out?" And she's like, "You should come to my house." <laughs> yeah, I don't like where this is going. So yeah. basically, invite he me inside. Hypnotizes her yeah, into yeah. marrying him. Kind of. Well, it seems that way, but he doesn't make any weird Spoiler moves alert. or anything like that. Um, but they, it, it just, it, it, uh, I don't know what to say. This is a shitty, low budget, crappy, crappy fucking Christmas movie, and like they don't know what to do to keep it busy uh, yeah. before they decide they're going to get them together by the end of the movie. Yeah, because so, it sounds like a real thin plot. Well, twice what, like, you have the big setup of him being in a place where he's trying to, you know, like win her over and bring out her Christmas spirit. And two time, two different <laughs> settings they do this where then there's a disaster in the kitchen, something gets burnt, and he uses Santa magic to unburn the food. They do that twice? <laughs> twice. Wow. <laughs> Uh, which I was like, is this? Uh, <laughs> and it wasn't like a throwback, like a gag or two. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, no, this is happening again. And he was like, oh, no, uh, I, I know what to do. So, yeah, apparently that's one of Santa's tricks is unburning turkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> that's my uh, third favorite Christmas song. 
<laughs> Unburning turkey. Yeah. Unburning turkey. Christmas time is here. <laughs> <clears throat> and there's no other than food getting burnt. There isn't really very much conflict at all. Everywhere they go, just things work out because he's Santa and can charm everyone. Yeah. Oh, what's weird is, uh, yeah, her fr- her best friend in this movie is downtown Julie Brown. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. That's <laughs> genuinely weird. Super strange. Um, uh, is she downtown Julie Brown? Like, is she really playing it up? Like, hey, wubba wubba, remember me? Or is she like, uh, she, I was waiting I'll for do a wubba wubba, right but now. no, there was nothing of that nature. But she is kind of like the eccentric neighbor. Like, you're my best friend. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, you're not. Um, <laughs> you're nobody's no, friend, downtown no, Julie weird. Brown. Yeah, yeah. So we just like nothing happens for so long. We just gonna move along for the elf Jerry. He's like, I don't know. Her Christmas spirit is garbage. We're running out of time. Your dad can't keep doing this. Stop dicking around. And, uh, oh, so Jerry's like an assi- like a, a real elf assistant yeah, kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, for sure. And then, but then he, you know, he uh, the more. She starts to come around on Christmas. The more his Santa powers grow, and Jerry's like, "All right, all right, all right. Okay. oh, okay." So he needs her to be. Does he just need anyone, or does it need to be specifically her? No, he just needs to pick somebody. But he gets super like his Santa powers. His mo his Santa mojo gets like ramped up. The more <laughs> she starts to like Christmas, sounds like a real metaphor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because uh, he can change her, and uh, then and things are going great, and she just falls for him in general, and then uh, she's like, "I'm in love with you," and he's like, "I love you too." Also, I'm Santa, <laughs> and he just spills it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. You're gonna come to the North Pole with me. It's gonna be awesome." And then she's like, "Oh," and she runs out on him because she thinks he's a maniac. Sure, and then just goes to the office, dude, the handsome guy. Remember the? Oh yeah, right? yeah, because they've gone out a couple times too. And she goes to him, and she's like, "Is he anybody, or is he?" Just- no, he's just some guy who smiles. And uh, she's like, "Hey, listen, so I've got a kid and stuff, so I need things to be like super serious." And he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, yeah." <laughs> he's like, "No, I just like it like this." And she's like, "That's not good enough." And he's like, "Merry Christmas, great." <laughs> <laughs> and listen, so, Merry Christmas. Nothing's gonna work out there. And like that—that's the most conflict that happens. And she goes to check it out with the other dude, and he's like, "No, no, no, I'm not gonna." Raise your kid. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I that seems work. reasonable. Uh, I just met you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been like a couple days. Anyway. <laughs> Listen, I need you to uh, either raise my kid or I got to go uh, marry Santa. That's, there's no, that's your choice. <laughs> well, it's an attractive yeah. offer. And then, uh, yeah, she's not going to, oh, so <clears throat> the doll, Max, Max uh, something. Uh, mm. Right. Sold out everywhere. We got a real the jingle. The cereal doll. A real jingle all the way going on here. Right. And uh, <laughs> she's got a, she's trying to buy it online. No dice. Can't get it. Uh, but Santa's like, oh, I'll get it for you. Don't worry. Um, and uh, then on Christmas morning, she doesn't believe that he's Santa. But then he, the son opens presents and there's a Max dude toy there. And she's like, holy fuck, he is Santa. But he clearly could have, because they even show that when she's trying to buy them online, people are outbidding her and buying them. Like, he still could just be some guy. Yeah. 
who had four hundred dollars. Yeah, that's not that doesn't make you Santa or stole yeah. one from a child. Sure, sure, there's a lot of ways that thing could have gotten under her tree. Yeah. Anyway, but then she's like, "Oh my God, he was telling the truth. I gotta go find him." <laughs> and so her and the son go running around, they're chasing. Him. They find him, of course, and she's like, "I believe you." And he's like, "Oh great, because we gotta fucking go." <laughs> <laughs> And that's happening. They're like, yeah, it's a happy ending. And all. I'm like, wait a second. You're, you're taking your kid out of school? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and moving him. to be Santa when he grows up now? Yeah. What the fuck is going on here? But uh, they don't get into that part. That was a, the, yeah. the parent of me going like, wait, 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 wait. We can't just up and move <laughs> You have child. responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's not good for the kid. Come no. on. I know he likes Santa, but eventually he's going to be a teenager and think this is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to go live in the North Pole now. This is insane. <laughs> I don't even know what their school system is like. It's probably there. not very good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's a lot of like practical skills, you know. <laughs> well, like toy things. building yeah, for yeah. sure. You learn a trade. Yeah. You know, not the worst. But, you know, I, I would want him to shoot a little higher. Um, it's the best I can hope for my kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's your My Santa, which was a short movie. I feel like it was 80-some-odd minutes, but really felt like a fucking I don't think you want it to be much longer than no, that. No, no, definitely not. Um, I don't know what to say. It's garbage? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But it all worked out at the end. For you? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God bless you, then. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was hoping there'd be another crazy review I could read, but just people were like, you know what, this movie's nice. Yeah. It made me cry a little bit. I was happy that she fell in love with him at the end. Nobody got mad at, at no, uh, no. the guy for growing up yeah, or anything? Yeah, yeah, you unlovable being. <laughs> oh, amazing. All so right. Good. Yeah. Well, my sounds, Santa. Yeah, it sounds like you found yourself quite a Santa. Yeah, yeah, he's mine. And uh, as a result of uh, my having to listen last week, or my having to watch uh, an Ewok Spectacular yeah. last week, yeah. I gave you an album. You sure did. To listen to this week. Yeah. Uh, now, why don't you tell me what that album was? That album was Linkin Park Reanimation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, which you I, did you ever listen to any Race Remembered? Uh no, I was going to, yeah, but then yeah, yeah. you know I got uh, I got like a million children. Your kids will love it. Strummered. <laughs> you doing like a Back to the Future thing? Strummered. Strummered. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, this is a remix album of their first big hit, uh, Hybrid Theory. Oh, which we which we have listened to. Yeah, I didn't. I gave that to you and Dan. You so did. I think this would have been. A more unpleasant experience for me if I had heard that album, because this is just that album again, but with beats. <laughs> oh, like yeah. beats with a Z? Uh, yeah, there's lots of, there's no, there's, it's like their hip hop version of their, uh, their record. Um, so, and also I would like to point out that this album is 20 songs long. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. A few was, of them was... are intros, or like, like, are just like short, like one. Was two, Hybrid Theory that long? I don't remember it being Three of them are not really songs. They're intros. So it's more like 17 I tracks. would say 20 of them are not really yeah, songs. Yeah, and, they, and listen, there's people on here. Uh, <laughs> oh, so it's like a real guest star. Yeah, kind of, yeah, Like, yeah. is it like beats by specific people or? Uh, the only, per, uh, the only, uh, uh, the Executioners did a track. I don't know what that is. I won't, they're a the DJ crew, and they're very good at what they do. Mostly I know them because they did a really cool album with Mike Patton called uh, General Patton and the Executioners. Oh, I vaguely remember yeah, that. Yeah, really, really good. Um, so they're cool. I was like, oh, that's too bad. Then there's like stuff you expect to be on there, like Jonathan Davis from Korn's in there. Of course he and is. That, uh, remember Stained? 
yeah, that guy's on there singing some stuff, and I'm like, you suck. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the... Yeah. That's it, yeah. Yeah, he's a real Cher singing guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. You know, oh, fucking the Cher guys, they were the worst. Yeah. Um, but then there's like Charlie Tuna's on this album. Oh, yeah. that breaks my heart because right? he really is one of my favorite uh, MCs he's of all time. He's so great. Yeah. He's on there, and even he sounds like shit because yeah. this thing sucks. Yeah, sure. What it feels like, too, is because I recognize a bunch of it because a, a bunch of these songs were hits. So I recognize a lot of it. And it's basically like, what What if hip hop was horrible? Yeah. And the only sample base ever in the world uh, to be used for cutting up and making hip hop beats was horrible songs by Linkin Park. Yeah. <laughs> so it's that, you know, and there's. I, uh, oh, so, so they're chopping up the original songs, making those into beats and then just playing the original. Right. It's like a remix. It's a little bit of re like there's new verses or less. Or they really like, they, hey, man, we're just like turning this thing on its head. Ed. Does the Linkin Park rapper get a chance to really oh, shine on this over. one? This is his record, baby. He's really good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I'm rapping Johnny, and I'm here to say <laughs> I rap in a Linkin Park sh- way. Way. Uh, uh, this would drive you in nuts in particular. I just want to show you how all the song time, because this is reanimation, man. This is a remix album. So they wrote all the uh, song titles all. They look like this. Maybe read uh, read those aloud as fast as you can. Opening Pisithin Whoops. Let me just say uh for Mikey. Why did they write it like this? None of this is makes Yeah, yeah, here. Well, it's not words. You'll start like, to recognize like your the songs you know, like uh uh in the end. Oh, in oh, okay. Yeah, end. no, I didn't get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's like um, pie, pie in my head or something. That's uh, oh, pick for that's place for my head. Oh, right. And I remember my, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really nice. Very there's good. One that just keeps looking like show me my pussy or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Hey, that's pushing remember that me song? Away. Show me my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <laughs> show it to me. Um. Yeah, I uh, I hate this band like so much. Nothing to like about them. Nothing they're, at all. Like I think their lead singer might be one of the most irritating lead Chester? singers. You yeah, know yeah. Chester. You know Chester. Chester Bennington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I think is uh, the Oliver of next season's <laughs> OC. <laughs> Um, he, uh, I, I, while I listened to this just for extra punishment, I don't know why I dug this deep, <laughs> but I was like, oh, this is so horrible. And I'm like, did he actually, I know he did like a tour, but like, did he record with Stone Temple Pilots? Like, what does that sound like? And he did. He made an EP and I listened to two and a half songs. <laughs> Couldn't get through with, the whole thing. With Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, yeah. Aren't they doing a thing? Excuse me. Aren't they doing a thing where they are looking for a new lead singer yeah. and they're going online and yeah. like having people audition or something? Yeah, yeah, which has not resolved in anything yet. So uh, he was like... Uh, he he was like... Uh, Wyland was still alive, and they, but they just fired him for being a, a, a mess. Uh, oh, oh, okay. So then they just had... Uh, they had him. They did old a tour, Chester and he does like a Wyland thing because... Uh, 
some reviewer was like, they should have just called this band something else, because clearly from the first track, it sounds like a totally different band. And I was like, you're a fucking idiot, because this sounds like the exact same band with some guy doing a Wyland impression. Oh, that's... that's <laughs> really weird and unfortunate. Like, yeah. oh, gross, dude. Just do something else. <laughs> Which I, I never really found Scott Wyland to have a very interesting thing anyway. Yeah. So, uh, uh, eh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's just bad. And yeah. It made me like him even more, even less. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know if a rappy guy's ever got a side project anywhere, but fuck this fucking band and their shitty ass song. And everything's so sad and so horrible. Oh, my <laughs> God. What did their fathers I do? Know. Even like Trent Reznor in 93 would have been like, dude, chill <laughs> out. <laughs> Holy moly. Not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. What, did you go to high school? That's the problem? Jesus. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, like, yeah. they went to high school in the WB or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a horrible pile of shit that I hated intensely. My dog collar's too tight. <laughs> my, my pant legs are too big. <laughs> oh, big pants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Horrible. I'm glad that you endured that. Yeah, yeah. That's very exciting. Just, now. I can only assume that Dan just really enjoyed it. Oh, probably. He yeah, is a huge like fan, he's and he's not here to refute that right, fact. Right. So <laughs> I think he's probably one of the world's top ten fans of Linkin Park. That's right. Um, and so you had to endure my Santa. Uh-huh. My Santa. Sorry, your Santa. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You, you endured your Santa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and as a result, uh, what uh, what do you give me here? Uh, and Gorman, he gets to enjoy this thing as well. And I was actually really worried this was going to come my way last week, right? Because um, when I gave you Ray Rummered, it's because right. I forgot that I had to give you guys an album, and I knew I had something in the back of my mind. I'm like, that when next time I lose, and then I fucking forgot, and I was like, please don't let this come around on me. And thank God it didn't, because I just can't wait to. Uh, I you know I uh, I like a lot of '80s stuff. Yeah, you know. Nostalgia plays a powerful role in uh, some stuff I'll listen to. Certainly. You know, I'll listen to dumb things, even though I know it's bad. I'll listen to some Def Leppard or some shit. Yeah. You know, and I can enjoy that a little bit more than most. I find of. my enjoyment of of, De- of Def Leppard specifically, yeah. oddly, is increasing the older I get. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't but, a fan when like when it was happening. No, like, no. Well, no I, thanks. I, I was I was a fan of, a, like, uh, pour, some uh, pour some sugar on me. <laughs> I don't quite understand that song. No. Why? It's gross. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's For like sex? pour some sugar on my dick. And then and then Is it a Coke thing? Oh maybe. Is it like a metaphor? Pour some Coke on my dick. <laughs> pour some Coke on my dick. In the name of love. In the name of love. <laughs> pour some Coke on my dick in the name yeah, of love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, Probably. Anyway. I like a lot of shit like that, but one thing that I cannot and will not ever come around on that I hate fucking intensely is yeah. fucking Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah. Bon Jovi's no good. No good at all, but they are good at making albums all the fucking time. They got a new record. Oh. New album called This House Is Not For Sale. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's a a sign that he has out on his lawn. <laughs> Just so you know, yeah. this is like a for sale sign, but the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay away. Not Don't even sale. try to buy my yeah, house yeah. from me. And there's a song on there called that, too, which I can only assume is like, this house is not for sale. <laughs> this house is slippery when wet. <laughs> yeah, fucking uh, yeah, Bon John Bovey. 
He's the yeah. worst. Bon John Bovi. All right. Well, that's exciting. It's interesting because like they were they were you know when when we were when they first came out they were music yeah. for your older sister like sure, that's yeah, that yeah, yeah. like they were quintessentially for that yeah. and then time went on and they became music for your mom right and they are very much music for your mom and because that old Bon John Bovi is easy on the eyes <laughs> uh, and now it's like they're just they're they're grandma music like yeah, they're yeah. music for your grandmother but there was a thing where like I was really they they had the the second big because they they kind of faded out not cool anymore as all the hair metal bands went away yeah. But then they had that like '90s resurgence. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the big song was. It was something horrible, um, and it fucking blew Man up. Something like that. Yeah, uh, some yeah, stupid they... video, and it got all this airplay. And people like our age were really into it. I'm like, are people you our age? Stupid? Oh yeah, I remember being like in science class or something. Like, oh man, Bon Jovi, <laughs> so great. Bon <laughs> Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like going to the concert and they're talking about like shot through the heart and how amazing that part was. I was like, you people are fucking <laughs> what that that lyric specific. Hey, remember when he sang shot through the heart? The rest of that song sucks, but I love that line. Shot <laughs> through the heart. Next, <laughs> I'm out of here. Do the Young Guns <laughs> one. Say that part again. Say shot through the heart again. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's so good yeah, stuff. That wow. means, and I know, and you know, like if you get on a, you know, as the years will go by, you have some drinks with friends, and you get on like a, let's listen to the classics or like some silly stuff from whatever. Like again, I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll stomach some Def Leppard or some whatever the shit, you know. But yeah, Bon Jovi, never, man, never. I'll Fuck tell you what, bon I Jovi. fucking, I, I, I even like when Slippery on wet because it was legitimate to like Bon Jovi for a short time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even when that came out, I was like, I'm not into that. No, but I did love that Blaze of Glory song, the Young Guns Two song. <laughs> well, because you love Young Guns Two. Yes, I, I really did love is. Young Guns yeah, yeah. Two. No, I didn't mind that too, but because of it's the Young Guns Two song. Yeah, I didn't put it on at home. I didn't own the single or anything. I might uh, have. <laughs> I love that slide guitar. <laughs> really dug it. I might yeah, still. Yeah, pretty good. Who mm-hmm. knows? All right. Well, yeah. that's gonna that's gonna suck slash be fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this house is not for sale, Casey. Uh, Don't even try and buy my house. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Um, yeah. All right, so I'm gonna. So next week, I'm gonna try to buy John Bon Jovi's house. Yeah, do your best. We'll see, it's not for sale. Uh, that's mm-hmm. what he says. Mm-hmm. So now we're gonna yeah. roll. That's right. And this week, because as everybody knows, this time of year is a garbage dump for movies. Yeah. There's not even anything coming out. This no, week. there isn't. It's really bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're doing another winner's choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, maybe there's a Joe Biden love story that I can watch. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I guess we'll roll. I guess uh, you and I will roll for loser movie, and because Dan, Dan is gets a, a pass, gets gets yeah. a free pass because he's having here. a romantic time with with Emma's father. Right. So, um, but the loser, yeah, Casey and I did a little uh, looking, just scanning through what looked like the worst kind of crap on uh, Netflix that we could find. And we stumbled across something that's, uh, I don't know, it's tw- 2016, so topical, you know. Yeah. Uh, current, more so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a nice film called A Sunday Horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Good old Sunday horse. I like this. I like this movie because the the title raises as many questions as it answers. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be a horse. Maybe the horse is metaphorical. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if it's a horse that on Sunday. Yeah, like a horse at the end of the week. It's yeah. a horse that likes yeah, ice yeah, the cream. The horse is don't like, know. don't you call me on a Tuesday. I am a I fucking am a, Sunday horse. Sunday horse. It says so right on the door. What day is it? <laughs> Let me ask you something. What day is it? Yeah, no, I just needed you to come out for the thing. and. Uh, what day is it? Uh, Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Thursday. What does it say on the door? Sunday horse. Yeah, I'm a Sunday horse. <laughs> so you call me on Sunday. <laughs> So yeah, he's a dick, this horse. Um, well, the storyline is after to be fair, he he laid it all out. There. Yeah, yeah, he's not lying to anybody. No. Um, after a near fatal accident on a horse, what? After a near fatal accident, <laughs> comma on a horse, the experts thought was not. Oh, I see. All right. <laughs> <laughs> after a near fatal accident on a horse, the experts thought was nothing special. A determined rider from the wrong side of the tracks defies all the odds to pursue her dreams of winning a national jumping championship. That. Oh. <laughs> First of all, a national jumping. I feel like I would be more successful in a national jumping contest without the horse. Yeah, I know. They're I feel like the, the horse only complicates things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, all right, yeah. so well, jumping exactly, competition. This is, I always find these are terrific loser movies because I don't ever want to see this movie as long as I live. This movie could not have been last made for me specifically. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, watching yeah, yeah. it is going to be... Uh, at least William Shatner's in it. Yeah, William Shot isn't someone else in it too. Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton and Ving Rhames. Yeah, together at last. Yeah, this is one of their many buddy pictures. Yeah, yeah. And a guy named Gary Grubbs. Oh, hey, Gary Grubbs. I know who he is actually. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> Gary Grubbs. Yeah, I didn't know oh. that was his name. This guy, Gary Grubbs. He's been in things. Grubber. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. Here we go. Dumb piece of shit. I'm gonna roll first. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go for it. That's a one. It is a one. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to watch a Sunday horse. <laughs> well, it's got more curves. <laughs> yeah, I know. Lines, so. seen, uh, that's a seven. Yeah. Great. All right. So oh, I'm going to awesome. be. I didn't want to watch Sunday horse. It's an hour and 48 minutes long. Oh, you didn't want to watch a Sunday horse? <laughs> oh. Well, that's where yeah. you and I differ. Yeah, uh, fix this dice up. It's looking dicey. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's as good a place to end. <laughs> I don't think it's going to get better than that. No, no, it's uh, <clears throat> nice. Yeah. All right. Mm. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for <laughs> listening. You're welcome. Shit. <laughs> Now's the part where we try to remember all of our social media. Check uh, us out on Facebook at yeah, yeah. SNWPC Facebook slash uh-huh. computer. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, go on our Twitter, which is S. S Y N W P C with an at sign in front of it. That's right. You can go to modernsuperior.com and check out all of our other shows that are on the network. Definitely do that. That's yeah. the one that, well, do all the other things yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, check out uh, our shows, Changing Reels. Check out A Frame of Parts. Yep. Uh, check out Flight School. Yes. And all the other great shows. Really good. And Dan Gorman's got a pretty sweet, uh, I think his 45 favorite albums of 2016. Yes. Check that shit out. Yeah, really good. And a uh, nice little write-up on each thing, so you're not just looking at album covers and bands you've never heard of. Yeah. Yeah. You see why you got to listen to it. And I've seen more than one person go, dude, this list is comprehensive. It's really good. And it's uh, like, obviously, um, everyone's list has, you know, both and Tribe and, you know, the really big albums of the year. So this is all the other stuff that, you, you, you know, we already know that that's 
the the big albums of the year. So here's 45 that you probably aren't super familiar with. I don't know anybody who's better at digging uh, uh, digging for obscurity yeah. than uh, than old Dan Gorman. He's so, uh, yeah. so he's getting so, yeah, it done. 45 really interesting records. Yeah, I I think I yeah, I haven't heard all of them. About 40 some odd really interesting records from one really special boy. Yeah, I think there's a link to his Spotify playlist so you can check it all out too. All anyway, right. Modernspirit.com. Check it out. Until then, yes. goodbye. Internet. Internet. Sunday. 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 <laughs> Sunday bloody horse. <laughs> he paid for the whole horse, but you only use the edge. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the edge of my horse the whole time. <laughs> This episode has been brought to you by the Modern Superior Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.